3: All right, all right, all right. Knoxville, Iowa, are you ready for the Nationals? It's been two years. Two long years. Are you ready for the 60th running of the North Energy Drink, Knoxville Nationals? That is much, much better. We are so glad you joined us. Glad you joined us here at Knoxville Raceway, and Glad you joined us here on Dirt Vision. We are locked in. This is PFW Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. We're at the Hercules Tires Entertainment Stage, and we have got a spectacular program for you. Later on the program, Kyle Larson, Austin McCall, Greg Wilson going to join us, Paul McMahon, listen to this combo, Rico A. Blue and the Wild Child, Jack Haudenshield going to join us. We've got Brian Brown, some guy named Danny Lasowski that you may have heard of. And we got a first duo of guests right here that is spectacular as well. We're so excited you've joined us here at Knoxville. Have I mentioned it's the Knoxville Nationals? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Aaron, it's the Knoxville Nationals. It is. We're here. We've talked about it for two years. Two years. Two years. I know. Oh, right my gosh. Here.
1: I've Ashley. only been talking about it for like four now.
3: So. Oh, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ashley took a little hiatus here, but uh, she's good to go. You know all excited, yes, Ashley? Yes, I'm excited to be well, I'll back. I'll tell you what, it's I'm going to get out of the way. It's good to see these fans again. Yeah, isn't it good, isn't it good to see your fans here? This is the reunion aspect of it. Iowa Beer Bus is here as well. <laughs> yeah, We're we'll
4: hitting that up next.
3: And you have got I've got some guests up here. Woo! man, what a group of
5: guests. We
4: got the 2018 winner of the Knoxville Nationals, Brad Sweet, and his car owner, also the driver of the number 83 Roth Motorsports car this week, Casey Kane. Yeah.
6: Yeah. How are you guys? Good. Good to uh, good to be in Knoxville. It's always uh it's fun to see the fans, fun to start to feel the atmosphere again. It was uh you know it was we made the best out of it last year, but uh it 's good to be back
4: Does it feel any different? I mean Knoxville' is always a huge event for everyone but to to miss a year I mean, I know you guys came here, but there were no fans it wasn 't technically the Knoxville Nationals. Is there a little bit a little bit more to it this year, knowing there was a year off?
6: yeah, I think you know it makes me feel like you know i'm a more more appreciative to be here uh, you know taking a year off i wasn't i wasn 't ready to know go two years in between uh you know the knoxville nationals it's just um you know it's one of those things as a race car driver you just circle this week on your calendar every year and uh you know it's something that you you want to be a part of you want to win um and last year just you know coming into town and just not having that atmosphere i know uh you know a lot of fans still came out and, w- and we definitely made the best out of it uh but it just wasn't the knoxville nationals so it's um it's really you know, cool. I think that I'm having a lot more fun, a lot more relaxed this week just because I'm just happy to be here again.
1: No doubt about it. And Casey, back running the Knoxville Nationals in the Roth 83 car. How did that all kind of just happen over the last week?
7: Yeah, it, just, it actually happened Monday. So uh, we decided like 11 o'clock Monday that we're going to do this week together and um, we'd go to Oskaloosa on Monday night. So there was a lot of work to be done. The car was still... Crashed from Peevely, they blew a tire and, and crashed there, running well. Um, so, yeah, I had to build a new car from 11 till we got to P- or to, uh, Oski at like 6 o'clock. And uh, it was good to do that, just to kind of get a feel for things. Much different uh, car and things than what we have at KKR, so it was a, a different feel. But uh, glad we did it, had some fun, learned a bit, and uh, looking forward to tomorrow night.
4: Casey, what is that like driving for the 83 car? You own your own team, obviously. You have James McFadden and obviously Brad Sweet. But to drive for for Dennis, it, did it is it kind of like a thrill to get a ride in someone else's car, or is it what just how different it is? So
7: it's really different. I I really enjoy driving my own stuff because it's <laughs> uh, I just I know it well and, and know what the guys are doing. So um, yeah, I like our cars a lot. I like everything we have there. But uh, I I really like what Dennis and Teresa Roth what they've done in the sprint car world um, over the years, and just in motorsports and what they've brought uh, the teams and the drivers that they've helped, the, the teams, the crews, all that stuff for years and years, not just with the world of Outlaws in Knoxville, but uh, the West Coast as well. So, yeah, to get to race for them. I raced for them in 2003, and we won some races together. Uh, and do it again now was, uh, yeah, I was looking forward to it.
1: Brad, talk about that from a competitor standpoint. We know you've talked about racing with Casey before, but now that he's in a different car, he's not in a team car, how, how do you approach <laughs> him on the racetrack?
6: Just like anybody else, man. I'm going right on by. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, uh, it's, it's you know, when you're on the racetrack, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm trying to win the race. I don't care if I'm racing my best friend or, you know, someone I don't know. So. I'm excited for him. I think he's got a little pressure, you know. Dennis isn't isn't he wants to run good, <laughs> so you know now he knows what it's like to uh, to be the driver. So no, it's uh, it's exciting. Uh, um, like he said, it's it's cool that, that Dennis and they get to have a little reunion and and um, you know it's it's exciting. It'll be fun to see when they reveal that car how cool it's going to look.
4: Oh. <laughs> Nick Casey, how do you, you balance that? You're obviously a car owner, watch tonight, but you, you've got another team to work with. So how do you balance the wear all the hats? Team owner, driver. Different yeah, teams. so
7: so James goes tonight. James McFadden races tonight in the nine car, and uh, I'll be, you know, with those guys, helping them. I, I always, when I'm not racing, I'm, I'm trying to be a part of either the nine, the 49, and just be there to, whether it's support or um, scrape mud, like, I'll do whatever it takes. So I enjoy all of, you know, all of the sprint car, you know, everything that comes along with sprint car racing, and, um, yeah, I just won't be with them Saturday I'll be kind of doing my own thing but overall (laughs) those guys uh you know they helped a lot on Monday as well uh the nine team was over helping us uh Justin Adams and Woodman and um got us out to Oski so it was a it was a big effort to uh to do that and get some laps and uh get ready for this week
1: To, to kind of elaborate on that Casey can you share with us like how does that work? Obviously, you have your KKR information and in the notebooks that you've built with those teams. Is that something you just take over to the Roth car? Is it something that you kind of walk a fine line as to, hey, how can I make my car fast but not give away our secrets?
7: Well, actually, I was, wasn't was real sure because when you, you go and drive something else, you don't know how that's going to feel. But the car felt so much different than our cars mm-hmm. that it... To me, it's, you know, kind of irrelevant, at, you know, at this point. So we just went with the way that they do things, and it worked fine uh, Monday night. So we're just going to keep doing that.
4: Wow. Brad, you talked about being relaxed this week. You have to feel real confident. You've won this race before, We have 14 wins this season, leading points with the Outlaws. Just talk about your year. You guys have been really strong.
6: Yeah, we've had a good year, but, you know, there's, um, there's some ones that, that sting a little bit. Kings Royal, obviously, was a, was a tough one. Uh, we were really good at Houston's and and know didn't get Jackson either so we've, we've kind of uh, you know been able to win a lot of races um, you know had a great season but you know we you always want to win these crown jewels so um, you know this is this is the big one on the calendar that we've circled and you know uh, we won it in 2018 so we know we're capable of doing it but um, you got to execute every time you're on the racetrack and um, you know I'm excited to feel that intensity tonight and uh, hopefully get a good night of sleep and, and come back tomorrow and uh, you know put myself in a good position.
1: Brad, back-to-back, current reigning champion. Is there any pressure that comes searching for that third one? Um, no.
6: The biggest thing was, you know...
1: Any pressure from this guy? <laughs>
6: <laughs> we, we all want to win. You know, we're not going to lie. Uh, the goal every year is going to be to win the championship, especially after you win the first one. You, you're going to want to win again, and you're going to want to win again. You never want to get knocked off the, the, the top of the mountain. And, um, you know, it's hard to stay up there. But you definitely... Uh, you gain more confidence. You know you can do it. You've been in these situations. You know, we've, we've gained the experience. We've, we know, you know, what it takes throughout the season to do it. Um, you know, so I, you set different goals and you try to change your mindset. Um, you know, I think sometimes when you're chasing points, you don't win as many races as you should. So try to change our mindset this year to, to stop worrying, you know, so much about the points and, and, you know, focus on each and every night a little bit more and, and, and just try to win races. You know, try to win as many races. And obviously if you're doing that, Uh, you know the points will take care of themselves so just try to you know control my mind uh, you know have a strong mental game and you know obviously I I think that's what it takes to win these these races each and every night and especially these big races
5: for
4: sure Casey I'm going to age us a little bit because I know we're about the same (laughs) age but we've been coming I know you've been coming to the Knoxville Nationals for a few years now how neat is it for you to see? I, I know your passion is sprint cars, and how much it's grown from the when we came here back when we were rookies, or you know, early 2000s. To see what what Spire, what Kendra, what John McCoy, what they have done to this event, and, and how big it has grown.
7: So I I see that, and I see it. At, you know, starting early in the week, and it's every day. There's things to do uh, throughout the day, at night, and then the racing starts. And there's things throughout the day and the night. You know, go to the races after the races. There's always things going on, whether it's for kids, whether it's for the fans, um, you know, the racing community, just all of that. And I love it. I just drove up the street here and I felt like there's more fans out there right now than I've seen at this race on a Wednesday in a while. So it feels really good. It's cool to see all the people back excited for the nationals. And I know I am. I'm always excited to be here. So it's a it's a it's a big week and it's fun to be a part of it
3: going to be fun, that is for sure. How about it for our first duo of guests? <laughs> Casey Kane and Brad Sweet joining us here on the Hercules Tires Entertainment Stage. It's VFW Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. And I want to you a lot of friends at Hercules Tires. Nothing can take you citywide to countryside like Hercules Tires. The most tested, trusted replacement tires on the road. And uh, the true strength of Hercules comes from the 70 years of nose-to-grindstone grit From an unmatched selection of unbeatable tires made with uncompromising materials to an industry-leading protection plan that backs every tire with a road hazard protection and satisfaction guaranteed. From one name, Hercules Tires ride on our strength. With more than 1.5 million VFW and auxiliary members located in over 6,000 posts worldwide, The nonprofit veterans service organization is dedicated to veterans service, legislative advocacy, and uh, military and community service programs. Ha ha, Bronnie brought some pizza. Ha ha. Man, I'll tell you what, that's outstanding. For more information or to join, go to the VFW booth, which is right over here behind us, or you can go to vfw.org. No one does more for VFWs than the veterans. And finally, I'd like to talk about our friends at Wolf Eye Clinic. We know how important healthy eyes are to your quality of life. Eye disease can threaten your vision and daily life as you know it. From Iowa's premier specialty medical and surgical eye Clare clinic, we partner with local eye doctors across the state to ensure you get the best care using cutting-edge treatments and the most advanced technology. If you're affected by eye disease or looking to enhance your vision through LASIK surgery, call your Wolf Eye Care Clinic, Iowa's most trusted eye specialist for more than 100 years. Finally, Wing Nation gear is available right over here to the right of the stage. Make sure you make your way down and get some Wing Nation gear. I'm going to step right over here and take uh, this. Wait a minute. Oh, I boy. told you not there to put it near Steve. Man, we got Casey's Pizza. Oh, my. I'm missing piece here. <laughs> oh, I it. You did good. How about it? Let's get right back to it now. Joining us here on the stage, a big hand for Brian Brown is here with us. Brownie. Also joining us. He went uh, went to the bullpen. Find a crew chief, <laughs> Danny the Dude Lasoski. Dude, what's going on, man? Yeah, thanks for having us here, man. Well, man I'll tell about you what, it? Oh, you kidding me? It's good to have you here. And joining us from Casey's General Store, of course. Casey's is such a big part of what we do. It is Angela Wood. Angela, how are you?
8: Great. Thank you for having me.
3: Angela, I'm telling you, how'd you get involved with this mess? I mean, how'd you get involved? <laughs> with, how'd you get involved with all of this stuff?
8: Oh, it definitely started with our leadership at Casey's. Yeah. Don Lamberti and Bob Myers. Yep. Nice.
3: Nice. This has got to be, we were, Ashley and I were out riding around, and we saw Casey's store after Casey's general store after Casey's general store. Man, this has got to be, this has got to be a fun week for you guys. Absolutely.
8: We appreciate all the fans
3: visiting our stores. There we go. Leap or stuff. pizza. Yeah.
4: So, Danny, four-time Knoxville Nationals winner, crew chief extraordinaire now. What is it like working with Brian? I know you've relatives, you've, it's your nephew seen you guys hang out for a long time but what has it been like these last few weeks obviously you've had a lot of success so it had to be fun
2: it, it just feels to me like uh, the stars all lined up it's, it's it's something that i've been wanting to do for a long time to help him especially here mm-hmm. and um, when everything had ha- went on this uh, summer and when he gave me the call, I told my dad, I said, this is something I've been really wanting to do, see if we can help him. And so he's got myself, uh, my dad helping him, his dad. So it's a full family uh, family operation.
4: That is so cool. Well, that's
3: Danny's perspective. Brian, as things were <laughs> not going the way you wanted them to go, this idea, what was the process for you on this idea and then, and then pitching it to Danny?
9: Yeah, I mean, even when... Chad, my crew chief, was with me for 12 years, and we had a lot of great times. He did a great job for us. We just got to a point I felt like we were kind of in a standstill, and uh, we didn't feel like we were pushing the program where we needed to be. And I felt like I was kind of holding him back, and vice versa. So uh, we made the change. Danny has been even when he hadn't worked for me, was a guy always called usually on a Monday or Tuesday and said, "Hey, what do you think about this?" Or just bouncing questions, more driving questions, and when he wasn't working for mason or other opportunities he, he would come and help us from time to time and i just knew to get a crew chief that's driven before it's a whole different perspective than a guy that hasn't driven before and i always knew if i could just get him 100 percent focused on my team and uh, when he wasn't racing um i felt like it could take our team to the next level and uh, i feel like we've we've been a lot better the last month um i feel like confidence for me as a driver, our team confidence wise, our car speed's good our attitudes are good and uh, attitudes are contagious and um, I feel like we have a good attitude every time we go to work every single day, I love the guys we work with, uh, Nate Steinhaus Ty Wolfgang, my dad Robert um, Danny obviously, my grandpa George um, doesn't get much better than naming those people and and, and I have guys that believe in me and uh, I'm going to go out there and drive my ass off to not let them down and that's what we did last month
4: Danny, continuing on Brian's sentiments, you know, I, I look at you as the successful driver, the World of Outlaw champion, the Knoxville, Nash, or the Knoxville Nationals multi-time champion, the track champion. How much in the last month or so that you guys have been working together, or however long it's been, is about just setup? Or is there, I know you've always kind of helped him with advice, but... Are there driving tips, or is it is it mostly setup? What what is the interaction like? It,
2: it's all above what you said. It's not. It's sort of magic. There's no magic wand. We yeah. were over. When when he said, "Hey, come do this," he he allowed me to go in, and I didn't change a ton. Just went in and I think, "This is my race car. I'm gonna fix it like I would drive it." And then talk to him like like a driver-to-driver. There's different techniques, and he'll tell you there's, there's a lot of things I've held back all these years. I've taught him what he knows, but ah, not everything I know. Ah, interesting. So, I've, wow. so we, have, we have these long conversations. When everybody's gone from the shop, it's just he and I in there in the trailer. I get him 100%. He gets me 100%. And I, and I tell him little things that, that helps that help me, and it's already applied to him. like breaking
4: he, gas here. We're we'll yeah, talking he, pedal work he, here. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and he, he has adapted so well, so quickly. And his... His attitude, his driving, his is better than I've ever seen it, and I'm really looking forward to seeing in 2021-21 to at Victory Lane on Saturday night.
3: Ooh. how about that, folks? Would y'all be, wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't that be cool to see this duo down there at the end of this race with uh, with, the, with the flag behind them down there? That'd be pretty awesome. Brian, you've got a lot of work to do before we get to that stage, but it appears to me that you have some really good speed in your race car. How do you feel about your race car coming into, coming into this weekend's events?
9: Yeah, I think um, we started off at El really, really good. And um, we came here and we were really, really good. And uh, I wouldn't say really, really good. I feel like we've been good here. Um, and we've been kind of bouncing around a couple different ways. And we didn't really want – we weren't planning on going to Oskaloosa. Um, but we didn't run as well as we had hoped in the feature on Sunday night, so we we're like, let's go to Ocala, There's some things we want to be to try, and um, we got to ran the qualifying in the heat race at Ocala, And and just didn't feel that great. And Danny's just like, hey, just trust me here. Let me try something, and um, we I pushed. I said, okay, just do what you want. I mean, then we pushed off for of the King of the Hill. And I'm kind of like, man, I don't know. And he's like, believe me, just trust me. I would not put you out there in something that's going to get you hurt. I promise you, this is going to go around there. So we go around there and we win. We win the king of the hill, and we were my car was good enough to win on Monday. I just made some mistakes, and when you got the goat behind you, you can't. You gotta. You gotta go. You can't give up. And you can, and that's I didn't do a good enough job. But I feel like this week I've come in here before as maybe not the favorite but a high contender yeah. I feel like we're, as a team we're heading in the right direction I feel like we're kind of a little bit under the radar which is cool with me I feel like we can get through our qualifying night and uh, still be under the radar um, come Saturday night there's no guy you would want in your corner besides my crew guys then Danny he's won the Knoxville Nationals four times he knows what it is about the pressure of the race how the race transpires so uh, I'm really looking forward to it um, it's been a great journey Um, winning that race at I-70 with my grandpa there, um, with my dad, with Danny, 10 minutes from my house. um, If we do nothing the rest of the year, that was so awesome for me. Just driving home, um, I just, by myself that night, I thought, gosh, how cool is it, what just happened tonight. So, uh, it's been a a dream ride so far with him. Um, Like I told him, it could go one race, it could go 10 years. We're just going to try to, every race is the most important race next up, and that's uh, tomorrow night, and Um, Just want to hats off to you guys, too, uh, before we get out of here. Last year, we weren't allowed to have, obviously, full crowds. Um, We couldn't come. We lost loved ones um, because of COVID. It is so, so, so good to see all you guys here on a Wednesday. Um, We're going to pack the house on Saturday. It's going to be a hell of a show. Thank you guys for coming back out and supporting Sprint Car Racing.
3: Absolutely. It is neat. Angela, you're sitting here, and, of course, this is The Noss Energy Drink Knoxville Nationals presented by Casey's General Store. So, a great relationship with the racetrack. But when you align yourself with a guy like Brian and then he makes the decision to bring in a Hall of Famer like Danny, what does that mean for, for you guys as a company to be represented by guys like this that you're sharing the stage with right now?
1: Uh, some of the best right
8: here. Yeah, yep, they're great marketing partners, ambassadors of the the brand. So we appreciate it.
3: Well, I know, and brownie always brings. Yeah, bringing pizza. Pizza. <laughs> well, yeah. pizza. I told you not <laughs> to give it to Steve. I'll never get, get a slice. We're gonna bring this right over <laughs> here, Aaron. If you want to tap to these guys. Okay,
9: <laughs> yeah. What could you ask more of a partner? I'm very, very fortunate, you know, to have Casey's. I mean, how it's if they if they haven't did around this area the most for sprint car racing as a partner, I don't know who has and then to put that uniform on and have that logo on my car is an honor to represent all their, all their employees and all their stores, um, I have FVP I have uh, Gina from JD Welding I see over here, like, it's just a great group of people we have um, within our team, I think we have about 50 different partners and it's, I'm very fortunate to be able to have our own team and have people like Casey's FVP, JD Welding Impact Signs uh, believe in us
3: Aaron, do you remember it, Jackson? Remember, we had Brownie coming up on the stage, and we had Logan and Jacob. Of course, this was back yes. in the this yeah. was back in the era where, where, yeah, where Bobby, Bobby, and they were running on the shoestring budget, the Shark Racing Team. Brownie came to the stage with a pizza for me. Okay, <laughs> for you, for, it was for us, exactly, us, for us. Well, no, no, exactly, which I you, knew yes, meant you. Exactly, but yeah, yeah. Logan and Jacob, bless their hearts, they'd probably been working in the parking lot since nine a.m. They looked at that pizza. <laughs> And, Aaron, you remember, there was <laughs> just, like there were crumbs and a few <laughs> portions of the box left. When and Steve done, so. was not happy. And I was not happy yeah. at all. The, so
9: sh- the Shark Tank got a hold of it. The Shark Tank <laughs> got a hold of it, that's for sure.
4: Oh, gosh. So, Danny, it certainly sounds like this crew chief role in, in working with your nephew is very fulfilling. But is it sometimes hard to watch and not be out there wheeling it?
2: i got to be honest, it really is. It still burns in me to, to compete. Um, I'm 62 now, young not old No, I guess is, Yeah. really feel that uh i love to do it i know that uh, father time is caught up and i and i understand it but i still uh, he knows when he's not at the shop i still get in his car and start it for him so yeah. i had to prove it to all the i, guys. I was gonna have,
4: say have you made some
9: laps i actually asked him the same question after we won knoxville i was like man is it like is it the same like yeah, just because yeah. i wanted to know like is it the same as mm-hmm. winning pulling into victory lane and he's like man i didn't think it was but then when we got in victory lane he's like it was the same he said it's not the same but it was similar and the, he has just as much passion working on my race car and wanting me to win as he ever did I feel like racing and he mentioned there's a lot of secrets I think he thought in the back of his head I could come back one day and I might have to race against this kid again <laughs> so I don't want to tell him all my secrets So now that I have him on my side, there's a lot of stuff. I'm like, how come you haven't told me this ten years ago? So it's just lots, lots of little, little tricks that I've already applied. I'm like, gosh, my own uncle's holding secrets back. So So you
4: really (laughs) held these back until just recently, even though you've not a
9: full time. Honestly, we were at at the shop on Monday before I-70, and we were there. I was there working, and he was there. We were there till probably 12:30 at night, just me and him, sitting just like we're sitting now. And just he just started. It's like the he just starts spilling the beans. I'm like. So I just, I just for one time in my life I just shut up and I'm like, I'm really like, maybe I can get more. So it's like, and, and and we went. What was cool about that is, is as soon as he told me what he told me, I applied it the next night and it was like, wow, that made a big difference. And uh, that's why I think drivers make the best crew chiefs because they've been in the situation, they understand it, and um, like I said, we're just happy, loving, loving life, and hopefully uh, have a good week.
3: It's the old, I told you everything you know, but I didn't tell you everything I know. That's it. <laughs> definitely, definitely, there you definitely. go. How about it, ladies and gentlemen? First off, we Angela Wood from Casey's General <laughs> Store. Danny Lasowski, and Brian Brown joining us here on VFW Wing Nation presented... I, uh, we're on the Hurt to Descartes stage presented by Sage Room. We're going to reset let's, the deck. Let's give some light. Who, who, who wants pizza? Who has never tried Casey's it's pizza? Like up. anybody here. Wait, Have Steve, Steve is not,
4: not happy about this. Steve is <laughs> hey,
3: not happy about this. There's one guy back there. There's one, well, that's a good sign, Angela. There's one guy that's never tried Casey's pizza. Come on up here. Get okay, yourself. Come get you guys some. All you guys are hey, pull, pull of no, I want you to share. I'll People, there you
9: have
10: it. There we
3: go. There you have it. How about that? There we go. Some Casey's Pizza. We are set to go. We're going to bring Sarah up here. All right. We're going to reset the table, and we're going to bring Sarah up here. What's going on, girl? How are you?
8: I'm great. How are you?
3: Good. I am good. I am. we were talking about different people now. You're representing Fatheads here, so um, pretty exciting stuff. Uh, it was the Fatheads Capitani Classic on Sunday night. Had to be neat to be involved with that, uh, such a big event here at Knoxville.
8: Absolutely. You know, it's such a great event. We um, are so happy. The motorsports community is so great to Fatheads. Heads Eyewear. So uh, great to be a part. Great to be back in Knoxville. Um, and uh, we had a chance to display all of our sunglasses on Sunday. So had a great time at the pre-race party and had some pizza and beer and looked at a bunch of glasses.
3: All right. So let's talk a little bit about it. We see Fat Heads. We see it on Brady Bacon's car on USAC. And we see it on various other cars. What is Fatheads, and why are they the best brand in the business?
8: So, Fat Heads was founded in 2004. Uh, Rico, our founder, couldn't find sunglasses to fit his head. So, I'm sure many of you have gone, picked out sunglasses, and then, man, these are tight on my head. So, he created a line that were uh, wider on the frame to fit uh, Fat Heads. And uh, since then, we have launched, we have over nine lines. So, now we have eyewear for everyone. We have petite for men and women and all the way up into the extra large side. So, we really have products to fit everyone we also have a full optical line. We're in a lot of vision centers across the U.S., so you can get prescription glasses through local vision centers. You can go to the website and, uh, and find it. So we really have products that fit everyone.
3: All right, so, Sarah, where can we find them? Are there, are you still set up here, and where can folks find them uh, the rest of the time when we're not at Knoxville?
8: And uh, because we couldn't have the merch trailer here, we've got a special for all the fans in Knoxville. Just use code Knoxville at checkout, um, and we'll get 40% off. So it's a really good deal. Uh, Check it out. You can customize your glasses, colors, everything.
3: Sarah, 40% off. Man, you guys are knocking it off. Thanks for joining us, and thanks for participating with the Capitana Classic on Sunday night.
8: Thanks so much for having us. Have a great night, guys.
3: There we go, that's Sarah Townsend from Fat Heads joining us here. They do a great job, and Rico, what a cool, cool guy, that is for sure. Fun stuff, it is VFW Wing Nation presented by Sage short joining us now on the stage. A different Rico.
5: <laughs> a, that's
3: right, yeah, we have, uh, the, the one with the less fat head, there we go. It's,
5: it's Rico Aver joining us. Rico, what's going on, man, how are you Just uh, here at my favorite place in the world.
3: How about that? How about that? Um, what's it like for you to roll back into Knoxville?
5: I, I came the last two weeks before the Nationals, oh, right. so uh, we got some seat time, track time, and uh, I, I just enjoy being here, hanging out. And We were going to run Sunday, uh, but we had some uh, truck repair issues that we had to fix on our hauler on the way here, so it kind of set us all behind. Rico, I was looking.
4: Oh, sorry about that. I was looking at your stats from this year, and man, how many top five? It was like forty-something top fives this year. I mean, yeah. you guys—you might not have as many wins as you want, but you are pretty darn strong.
5: Yeah, we've been uh, really consistent, and just no wins. I think I've like twelve second-place finishes. Oh which my is, gosh! Um, well, maybe saved tough. it for this week. But yeah, it's uh, it, the wins are there. They, they'll come, yeah. and we uh, we work hard enough at it that they're just right around the corner, and. Um, you know, it's just consistency is keen, and you just put yourself in position to win. And, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, you look back on stats, and uh, there was a year I won 25 races, and the last few years I've won, I think, 12 or so races. And, um, you know, I didn't win until July last year, so I'm not too far off, I don't think.
1: No, not with 40 top fives. <laughs> all right? But with that being said, Rico, obviously we all live for the adrenaline. We all live for the competition. Is there a part of you when you have that many top fives and top twos that you're like, man what is it that we're just barely missing that just isn't putting us where we need to be
5: i I think it's you know it gets frustrating at times especially if you start off the front row or something and run second or third and uh but more so just um you know working that great chemistry i have a whole new team this year one of the guys on my team was with me last year so uh, a new crew chief scotty martin's been working with me he was with shane stewart and worked with Steve Kinzer in the early 2000s uh, you know so quite a bit of experience and uh, bringing him back or bringing him on board on my team and uh, you know it, it's just the, the chemistry is where I've really focused on this year and being able to uh, you know work problems and, and turn uh, a lot of data into information um, you know and going into the next a lot of back to back speed weeks a lot of consistent where we're three or four and part of our schedule that uh, I really enjoy looking or look forward to doing each year and uh, you know trying to to together in a row is really where uh, you see that in teams and and just uh, you know putting yourself in good position to win you talk about that it's
3: one of yeah where they'll race on a Saturday night call week long on the next Saturday night and they're like no we have to do that. We have speed weeks and, and big weekends. Uh, how important is that? You just mentioned the back to back. You're thrashing through things with new people and new parts and new parts. Keep going back to back.
5: California and I, Calistoga Speedway is my home track, and that's where I first seen Jack race, and I knew that he was the guy that I wanted to root for, and his driving style, and there's a reason why all the fans love Jack on child, and um, you know, with his wildness, and he just does <laughs> things on the racetrack that no one does and you know i you see that and you see uh opportunities that um where you can help you know people and um you know i'm feel like i've i've been fortunate enough to put in posi- been in positions where you're i'm allowed to do that so um you know like i said i want to be here for for the long run and uh you know if i'm an owner or or a driver and um you know this is this is where my heart is
1: I absolutely love it because I don't think there was a bigger story this year than the unveiling of that 22. And to hear you say that he was your hero, did you ever in a million years think as that young boy who looked up to Jack and see him racing at your hometown that you'd ever be involved with him at this level, let alone bringing him the Pennzoil 22 car?
5: I never I never thought about the Pennzoil 22 because you don't see those things through our industry like come back and, and you bring memories back to a lot of fans um you know and i just knew you know when jack called me he started running a few races for us the last few years out in california and when he called me this year to tell me that you know this was his kind of his last go full-time racing and and told me that the trophy cup was going to be his last race and i uh, i actually have uh, some close friends that have uh you know a connection with some shell mobile people and Um, I presented them uh, this story and they actually didn't know who Jack Lawnchild was, so we did a whole historic background on the Pennzoil and the Pennzoil Sponsor in the World of Outlaws and Jack's uh, over 70 World of Outlaw wins, I think, with the Pennzoil 22 and, um, you know, and they were just so mind blown with uh, they didn't know about any of this information and them coming to Eldora and seeing Jack at the King's Royal and winning that heat race and it was uh, you know, just such a special moment for all of them to capture that and see, uh, you know, and then and hear from the fans, you know, and bringing back the memories, the people that got to see him in the 90s race that car, and I knew it was going to be really special to bring it back.
3: Eldora. Um, I was more race fan up there than anything else. Um, we know Jack. We know Ohio. We know Eldora. We know his antics. When he won that heat race, I am telling you, I've never seen more religion at a racetrack in my life that was unreal. And then with the four-wide salute, he was right on the outside of the front row. Rico, I know you to your own racing program. I don't care what anyone says.
5: You had to, at one moment, say, Oh, well, this, is, this is pretty badass. I shed a here. couple of he- tears. It was, ah, uh, really? It was a special moment, I think, for a lot of people. And to see all the drivers come down and acknowledge Jack and shake his hand and after that heat races, for uh, anyone that wasn't there, it was um, probably one of the coolest moments I've ever experienced in spring car. Sheldon shared,
3: yeah, Sheldon showed us he was on top of the trailer. He says he doesn't like to watch his dad race. He said he <laughs> preferred to race against him. He doesn't like to watch him because he does things in the car that scares him as his son, which, imagine that. It's Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Sheldon said he was standing on his trailer in the middle when he won that heat race, and the noise... And the crowd and the celebration. There was probably a tear shed there too as well. So, Rico, we salute you as a great race car driver and as a uh, great partner with so many people in the sport. Thanks for joining Thanks. us here
5: on Wing Nation. Yep. I'm going to uh, be at my merchandise trailer sign and autographs. Anyone that wants to come over there. There we go. Go up there and get Rico Abreu's autograph. That is for sure. Rico Abreu joining us here
3: on VFW Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Race fans, welcome to the 60th annual NOS Energy 60th running of the NOS Energy Drink Knoxville Nationals presented by Casey's. As grease, dirt, sweat, late nights and early mornings are my witness, the day just got owned by me and a can of kickass. That's right. Visit the NOS Energy Sampling booth here on the ground and grab a complimentary can of NOS Energy to help you get back after it at this year's Nossville Nationals. Going, It's going to be an action-packed week, so fuel up, fire up, and never look back. Follow Noss Energy on Twitter, on Instagram and Facebook, Noss Energy Drink. Thank you, race fans. Also, another one of our great partners, sprint car driver and longtime partner of FVP, Brian Brown. He won't be slowed down by maintenance or repairs this summer with over 50 wins at Knoxville Raceway, the number 21 in Brownie. Team, they deserve trust the FVP line of parts and chemicals for all their automotive needs. Ask F for FVP parts at your trusted automotive professional and see why Brian Brown and customers nationwide prefer FVP on and off the track. Visit FVPparts.com for a shop near you. Sage Fruit is a high-quality grower, shipper, and packer of Washington State apples, pears, and cherries. Sage believes in sprint car racing and is a proud sponsor of sprint cars for the last 17 years and a partner of Wing Nation for the past five years. Sage Fruit, they love sprint car racing, and we're there for sprint car fans. Sage Fruit works hard to deliver an exceptional eating experience. And they value the friendship and partnerships with Sprint Car fans. And Sage appreciates your continued support. Ask for Sage Fruit at your local grocery store. We're going to continue on Oh, real quick. Wing Nation gear right down here in Wing Nation gear all weekend. We've got a Tony Stewart's trailer out right across the corner from Dingus there. We're going to continue on here. And, uh, Aaron, looks like we got a couple more of our friends who have joined us here on the stage
4: we sure do we got mr paul mcmahon and mr greg wilson i'm not sure what's going on here they're they're sharing a beverage but they didn't bring us any
11: i can't hear you
10: yeah
4: yeah he's a little bit disappointed so how are you guys
10: Good. Yeah. Good, yeah. good
4: yeah.
11: Really warm. You're better so, now yeah. that
4: you got your iced tea?
11: Yeah, my iced tea. i got to keep hydrated here. Yeah, you do. I, I
10: don't know if I should have tried the iced tea, but I'm feeling pretty good now, too. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Just one sip, warmed up a little bit?
3: Uh, well, I might have had more than one, but now I know why he's drinking it. It's pretty good.
4: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
3: Greg, when we look at coming out here to Knoxville, um, in complete honesty, it's been a bit of a tricky challenge for you. It's been one of those tracks that, uh, that you continue to work on it, continue to improve on it, continue to work at. But what's it like just coming out here to know this is a big challenge for you and your team, but also all of the uh, Hercules involvement here with our entertainment stage, the display down there, and everything they do to represent the partnership so well?
10: Well, I mean, honestly, uh, it's frustrating coming here to this point. Um, Luckily, we come out here a little early, um, change things around a lot with our team, and I'm actually driving for uh, Ceiling Motorsports now. Um, Andy Potter's working on it and uh you know got a good crew uh it's making my life a lot easier fortunately all my sponsors stuck with me and believe in what we're doing and uh so hopefully that makes this trip a little better uh but damn how can you not think it's awesome with all these fans here i mean this right here is what it's about and you know i I personally want to thank all the fans that have supported hercules tire our race team the brand and what they're doing for the sport um You know, I I tweeted a little earlier. I was sitting down at the the booth signing stuff and helping sell tires. But I I was sitting there thinking, and I've heard, Paul, I've heard you say it before, about when you're a little kid and you just want to drive a race car for a living. And, like, I turn the corner, and there's the Hercules booth, and it's got a race car and me standing there. And I'm like, what the hell? This is unreal. (laughs) You know, just very fortunate and and blessed and, and thankful after all these years to still be a part of this.
4: And, Paul, we talked to Brad Sweet earlier on the show, and he talked about not running here last year, having a true Knoxville Nationals, made his appreciation for this year that much bigger. Do you feel the same way? You've been, you've been coming to Knoxville for a, a few years now. I've been just coming a few. here a couple.
11: but yeah, yeah. a few. Yeah, I mean, last year when we came here, when we had fans, but it wasn't Knoxville. Like when you, when you roll in here, like when I roll in here on Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon, it's, it's just a different – it's like there's a halo around this place. And last year there was, it was just another race. It wasn't mm-hmm. Knoxville national. So, you know, driving back in here this year, it was coming in and I got my, you know, I'm driving in with my son from the airport when he got here. And he, it's just like, man, this is, it's August and it's, it's Knoxville nationals time. And last year just wasn't the same. I mean, last year wasn't the same for any race. It didn't matter or, or for the fans. And, um, you know, it was just, you know, it wasn't as odd as when we came back here the, for the very first rate outlaw race, yeah, when we had no, no fans here. But, yeah, um, to have this event going on again, the 60th one, um, is is phenomenal. I mean, the fans come out and support this is awesome. And I'm just fortunate that uh, I get to come back. uh, I mean, heck, it might be my last one. I don't know.
4: Well, you've retired a few times, but you <laughs> keep
3: coming back. I've never retired. I just cut back. <laughs> oh, and I, I, I've never been able to we, cut back. We shared with Paul up at Port Royal, you try and you try and you try to get into the sport, and now you try and you try to get out of the sport. And, and uh, Paul keeps coming back, and that is for sure. Paul, I want to continue your talk about Knoxville, the halo, the party, the atmosphere. How do you balance that your family is here, and I know how important the whole family is, having them here with you, keeping Braden out? Her ch-
11: Jan hasn't made it yet. Her flight got canceled, so uh, we're working on no. another McMahon
3: ride oh, no. wow. issue. Yeah. This, is my, this is my shock face that McMahon's flight got canceled. Yeah. But how do you balance the fun, the family, the friendship, all of that with the serious business you need to get down to when you strap in that race car? Well,
11: I mean, you know, I, I get here on Sunday usually. And we race Sunday night for the Capitani, and then Monday and Tuesday I don't even go over to my car. Um, this is my time to relax because if the guys are at the shop, I wouldn't be there anyways. So I, I, you know, I go golfing on Monday or Tuesday. We have a big barbecue last night. We cooked up, I don't know, probably 80 pounds of meat last night at, at the Whoa. trailer, and Son. you know we just have a good time and, and we try to just <laughs> forget about it's Knoxville Nationals until Wednesday. Now it's it's game time. It's time to go. And uh, normally I'm racing on Wednesday, so it's a little odd sitting over here tonight, but. Um, you know, I, I got an extra day off, and uh, we'll come tomorrow. And it's 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 time to go. I mean, this is this is the race we all wait for. This is the race we want to we want to be a part of. And uh, when it, when it's that time, you you get focused.
4: Greg, you hit on this uh, before, but what what is it like to now be a hired gun again? How uh, you mentioned the the relief you don't have all that responsibility, but that really does have to change your perspective on things. Yeah,
10: I mean, I feel like we you know this has all happened pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it kind of happened. <laughs> honestly at the wrong time of year you don't want to do it the week before the king's royal leading into all these big (laughs) races but um you know it's it's i felt like at the end of ohio speed week i I looked at my wife and i'll be honest with you jack Hewitt told me about 10 or 12 years ago if i wasn't careful the way i was doing it trying to do everything i was going to burn myself out man i was there um Mm -hmm. i looked at my wife after we were coming home from portsmouth and struggle during speed week and just burning at both ends and kept telling my kids this is what really got me. I kept telling my daughters, you know, well, next week I'll take you to ride the go-karts or, you know, two days from now. You know, I just kept putting everything off and the racing wasn't all that good and it, the fun meter was at zero and, I, I mean, honestly, you, you do this to be competitive and I was tired to get my buck kicked. And um so in this, fun though too. Y- yes. So, When the opportunity came and I I went sitting out with Joe Sealing and Diane and then Andy Potter and Joe that helps on it, um, I just knew that it was a a, a good opportunity to give it a go, talk to all our partners, mesh it together, and we're trying like heck to be the best that we can be at the moment. Um, I felt like last week we had speed. We weren't good enough to make our own luck, but that's probably the most comfortable i felt here at Knoxville. And um, looking forward to seeing what we got. Um, but I'm also looking forward to the rest of the year because, you know, like, well, I got to take my... We, we found a resort south of here 40 miles. We went and laid in the lake and played in the pool and drank margaritas. And, and I got to hang out with my family and not think about racing for a couple of days. And I've never been... I've never, ever stayed here in Knoxville with all the fans and everything. And we're camped out here for the next four nights. And already, just to see people that I don't know that know, you know, that see me wearing Hercules and say, hey, good luck. I mean, you just don't realize how great you guys, the fans, are um, and what you guys do for our sport. And, I mean, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, but it was not the same not having you guys at the races.
3: Really, truly was. So, fans, give yourselves a hand. We're (laughs) glad you're back. No doubt. Absolutely. Paul, I kind of want to play a little bit off uh, off from what Greg was talking about combinations and and you were reunited this year with a combination you've had success in the past with Chad and Jed Clemens and and Barry was it sort of like was there a riding bike element of it where it was sort of like normal or did you get back up to speed how did how did that work and, and where are you guys at at this point in the season
11: like at the very first race um you know we, we went out when our first weekends we ran very well together and me and Barry got a very good communication yeah. we didn't have to bridge that gap of of communication parts but you know, we got rolling in, in the in with the tire shortages and everything else that's going on in our in our race, and our cars just didn't act like they did at the beginning. And everything and it changes every month to month the way your race cars feel. So we've been struggling a little bit. I mean, we've been competitive, but we haven't. You know, we won our race there at Portsmouth, and um, you know, got lucky. But you know, I was in the right spot at the right time to win that race. So. Um, I, but it was, it was very easy to bridge that gap of communication that we had. That I didn't have to build that communication. Like you know, he's never worked with Andy Potter. He has to build a, a, a relationship with him. I didn't have to do that with Barry. We got right back on where we were. Um, the results haven't been what we wanted, but it's you know we're not we're not horrible
3: either. We're we're, we're competitive every night, and um, we'll see what happens this weekend. Boy, it's going to be cool, that's for sure. And you won that race, the Dean Little Memorial. You picked a good one to win, that's for sure, yeah, didn't you? That definitely uh, made Speed Week because it was a struggle all week long And. the uh – Barry
11: threatened the car we were racing there. He was going to throw it in the river if it didn't work. And we went out and won, so he, he thought
10: he'd take it back home and fix it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, but didn't you nice. hurt it the first night? Very first night. Very first night. I went oh, like down to help him put it back together. That's I like, mean. They're having the same kind of look. Yeah. Uh,
3: how about it, two of our favorites here? How about it for Greg Wilson? How about it for Paul McMahon joining us here on the Hercules Tires Entertainment Stage? Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires will get you there. From the dirt track to the grocery store and everything in between, our full line of tires offer the perfect fit for all your needs. For value selection and a protection policy with industry-leading road hazard protection, there's only one choice, Hercules tires. Hercules tires ride on our strength. If you're having trouble seeing at the track or that winning, or seeing the racetrack or seeing that winning sprint car driver or you're tired of glasses or contacts, you know what the answer might be? Might be LASIK surgery. Yes, that's right. Or correction surgery at Wolf Eye Clinic. It might be a good fit for you. Who doesn't want a hassle free vision without contacts or glasses? It's easy to find out. If you are a candidate for LASIK surgery at Wolf Eye Clinic, visit wolfeyeclinic.com to schedule your free, no obligation consultation today so neat neat stuff that's for sure we appreciate all of our partners here on the show wing nation gear is available right down here alongside of the stage and at the tony stewart trailer all weekend long and i spin around here and uh aaron looks like you've got uh some guys that certainly know their way around Knoxville Raceway joining us on the stage at this point. Yeah,
4: absolutely. Uh, Austin McCall, welcome to the show. And we've got this. I He's won a few races this year and a few different type of, types of cars. Kyle Larson, thank you guys for joining us both. How are you guys doing?
0: Good. Good. Thanks for having me.
4: Yeah? You excited? We're, we're back here for the Nationals after a year off, or say. It's pretty yeah, neat.
0: To me, it wasn't a year off. I mean, it was, still, to me it was still kind of the Nationals. I know it's not the format and not everything about it, but it was still the to me the toughest race of the year for three days I mean so I mean Kyle did a great job winning it and I mean his name's not up on the wall but (laughs) you still kind of know you
12: know (laughs) it was uh to me you know it was I, I thought last year it would feel just like nationals but it didn't you know there wasn't as many people still a lot of people but um just wasn't the same you know the atmosphere wasn't there so glad to have everybody back and and I know all of us competitors you know love and love having all the fans here
1: It's true, Kyle. We've talked about um, earlier on the show how crazy it is for a Wednesday, as how many fans are already here. Kyle, you obviously get to do a lot of stuff and see a lot of people. What is the vibe like here at the Nationals compared to other places that you get
12: to run? Uh, You know, I, I mean, I don't get to go hang out like at Daytona 500 like this, you know. So I don't, I don't, I can't really speak on that. But for me. The atmosphere here is bigger than, than any race, really, I, I ever run. So um, that's why I look forward to the Nationals every year. It's, it's my favorite event, you know. So um, it's it's just so much fun. And, and like I said, the people are what make this event you know, as good as it is.
4: Austin, it's been a little hard to keep up with you this year. You're in California. You're here. You're running Houston, but you've had a, a strong season. Just talk about your year so far, and and, and like continue on what Kyle said about this. Be- this is the Knoxville National. This is a, the big show.
0: Yeah, it's been uh, it's been interesting for sure. Went out to California and drove for the Tarleton family early in the year, and and uh, just kind of things weren't working out, and was. Kind of liked what I had going on out here personally, so uh yeah. But uh, it's it's been a good year. Houston's has been pretty good to me so far this year, and was able to get a win early in the year here, and felt like we've really had speed here at Knoxville. So just if I could get qualified a little bit better, <laughs> I didn't start a little bit further up there. I feel like we'd we'd be a lot better. But uh, that's kind of been my kryptonite lately qualifying. So uh, hopefully we can get that settled. And yeah, this, it's great to be back at the nationals. Like he said, the, the people are what make this event the event i mean i mean without them it's you know we're just sitting here driving our cars in circles so uh no it's awesome to be back and, and i love this place it's i live 35 minutes down the road and to have the biggest race in the world that close to your house is, is awesome so uh, hopefully we can uh, get her qualified in the locker in the main tomorrow night and have a good saturday
1: awesome we we chatted with you at jackson you were not yeah. racing that night um <laughs> we got to hang out that was pretty cool
0: there's no tito's in there no <laughs>
1: <and Alan. laughs> <laughs> i love it we had a lot of fun that weekend but obviously, we talked about your motor situation, and you had to take nights off because you have to kind of plan your season yep. out right. How are things looking in that aspect? Are, are things unfolding the way you hope they would at this point?
0: Pretty good. Got a brand new uh, rider engine a couple weeks ago and uh, broken in at the Cappy and ran it at Oskaloosa just to get some laps on it. And uh, so far, things are looking pretty good, knock on wood. We don't have any catastrophes. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, the way the format works now with Friday, the way it is, uh, you kind of get a second chance if your, your qualifying night doesn't go as planned or if you get in a crash or something crazy. or have motor issues at a bad time so uh the way the deal works you know you kind of get a second chance Friday and we've got some got a couple hitters under the bench I think so <laughs> we uh, we should be good
4: Kyle you won at Watkins Glen last weekend you won Oskaloosa Monday night you're going to run Indy this weekend on the road course talk about just the, the logistics of it it got to be challenging but on top of that you're driving two completely different cars on pavement road course I, I mean h- how do you how do you do it and make it look so easy <laughs>
12: <laughs> I, I don't know. It's uh I th- I honestly think it's just, you know, being in good race cars makes it makes it easier. Um and, and I've been jumping in different cars for a while now, so you kind of get used to it and and your brain doesn't even really have to think about what car you're in. You kind of just adapt right off the bat. But um and I love I love, you know, not racing one type of thing. Um that's that's what I've always loved. So, uh logistics wise though, it, it's honestly pretty easy this week. Um compared to your know, years past, like where normally Nascar we'd be at you know, Watkins Lynn or Michigan and you know, that those flights are way longer. So uh just going to Indy'll be a short flight and um the way the schedule is too on the weekends now in NASCAR we only have one fifty five minute practice on Saturday and we're done at like noon. So uh can get back here and, and then um Sunday it'll be a little bit early morning we have qualifying at like nine oh five so that'll be that'll be a little bit uh early, but uh, I'll get a nap in and and be ready to go for the race and and hopefully have another good race.
1: Yeah, there might not be a nap in there if you end up the winner. I don't know how that'll all plan out, but Kyle, it was funny. We had you on at Houston, and I'm going to be honest. It absolutely flabbergasted me that you, when we started talking about track bar and wedge and adjustments, you're like, I don't get into that. Yeah. Like, absolutely blew me away that you just get in a race car, you know what you want to feel, and you make it happen, and if the car's not exactly right, you, you adjust yourself to make it and adapt to it. But I'm just curious, if you could have the perfect car, would it be tight or loose?
12: Uh, tight, probably. Tight, because you can, you can run it more aggressively and, and you have... T- you know Tight is too much grip. So... Um, you know, I, I want all the grip I can get, but uh, y- there's a point too. I mean, you're, you where you're you're too tight and you can't turn the corner. So I, I just like a perfect race car, and, <laughs> and uh, thankfully for all the creatures I have, I get to drive race cars that are close to perfect a lot of the time.
4: Yeah, you've got yourself in a pretty good situation. Austin, you you talked about having success at Houston's this year, and it seems synonymous with the McCarl family to have Mm. success at Hucic for sure, and here at Knoxville. But talk about your family. Every time we have your dad on or your brother, you guys just seem to have a really good camaraderie. What is it like to be here on the biggest stage of sprint cars, and and you get to race with both of them?
0: It's amazing, really. I mean, we're really just kind of one big team. It's three different race cars, but it's really one team kind of. So... I mean, we don't have any, we don't have any Paul Silvas. Um, I mean, I kind of run the operation, and Carson works on his stuff, and we kind of split things between me and him and my dad's car. And he's only racing one night a week really here now and kind of letting me and Carson take over at Houston, which has been nice, and a little bit of load off me and him. But, yeah, we've just got one one helper guy that kind of helps with tires and stuff. And, I don't know, it's just kind of cliche, but it's just one big family. It's one big family effort. I mean, without the other one, we. I mean, we lean on each other for a ton of things, and we're obviously very honest with each other, and which might get – kind of heated at times but i mean it's all it's awesome you know and like you said being 35 minutes from my front door and the biggest race in the world and and iowa's never won this race which is pretty weird to me and uh hopefully one day that'll change but it's awesome i it's uh it's definitely a big family effort and we take a lot of pride in it and what we do and how we do it and being able to race for a living and and do what we love to do so it's uh it's amazing
1: austin talking about family and the knoxville nationals here do you guys converse more this week or less this week
0: Oh, it's probably pretty consistent, probably probably more. You know, my dad's pretty adamant about just keeping everybody calm, and it's just another race. And, I mean, that race car has no idea that there's all these people here, you know, <laughs> so it's, it's, uh, it's kind of just all in your head. But, you know, it's – uh I don't know. It depends on the night, but I, I'd, say, I'd say it's pretty consistent. We, we're we always together. I mean, we have a couple group chats, and we're always talking, and after Oskaloosa, we're talking and stuff like that. So it's just – it's, uh, you know, this is what we do for a living. Like I just said, we drive, and my dad promotes, and, uh, you know, I'm mechanic and help everything as much as I can, so we see all the aspects of it, and this is our lives and our livelihoods, so we take it very seriously, and, um, you know, it's, it's just amazing. It's awesome.
4: Kyle, you won this race last year, even though it wasn't technically the Nationals. You've won in everything you've ever sat in, but what would it mean <laughs> for you to win the 60th Knoxville Nationals? I know how passionate you are about sprint cars. What, what would it mean?
12: Yeah, it did... Uh yeah, it would be awesome. Um, I've been close one other time, really, you know, when I finished second and, and I finished third the following year. And, um, you know, I think just this year would be would be awesome. I mean, you know, think I'm young and if it's not this year, hopefully it's some some <laughs> other year down the road. But um, I mean, you guys keep walk down this you know, middle lane here and see all the faces on the pillars and, um, you know, those are heroes to a lot of us so uh, i i'd love to uh you add my name to the winner's list and um, continue on what's already been a good season um you win know, winning the king's royal was was great um, you win know, winning a big late mall race a couple weeks ago so it'd be it'd be nice just to keep you know, racking up those big wins um i think yeah that's that w- that's what will help you end up in the hall of fame you know, someday and that's that's ultimate goal i think
1: I don't think we have to really worry about that guy. <laughs> I think we could put you there already for sure. Um, and Austin, I kind of want you to piggyback on that because you, like you said, no island has won this race. What would it mean to you, your family? The McCarls have made so many laps at this place. Mm-hmm. You're the current reigning points champion. You picked up a win last week at the 360 Nationals. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, what would that look like? What would a win here at Knoxville for the Nationals mean to you, your family, and how many days would you guys celebrate?
0: Oh, man. I think your dad would we, break
1: out the, the sombrero again. Uh,
0: he might do the splits again, too. You never oh. know. But oh. Man, uh, we'd burn this place down. I mean, <laughs> we would, man. It would be wild. I, I don't know. I, I lay in bed at night, and I dream about what I would think or, you know, just – I don't know. I'd, I'd probably be in like a little baby in tears. You know, I don't know. It, just, it would mean the world to me. Just for my family, too. I mean, my grandpa was a really good mechanic and, and driver, and my dad's obviously been close. And um, I, That's a tough question to answer just because it would – until you do it, I don't know. I don't know what I would feel. It'd be, I mean, it would be nuts.
3: Race fans, could you imagine if Austin McCarroll won this race, what that would be like? Wouldn't that be pretty cool? Could you imagine if Kyle Larson won this race on Saturday night? That would be pretty cool, too. Guys, we appreciate you spending some time with us here on Wing Nation. How about it for Austin McCall and Kyle Larson joining us here on Wing Nation here tonight. It's VFW Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. We're at the Hercules Tires Entertainment Stage. And the Hercules Tires Entertainment Stage is going to be busy after the show tonight. After the show tonight, we have got... The boys, they're going to be here on the uh, the band, the boys.
4: You a sing- party. Are you singing?
3: I might be. I might <laughs> be singing. I might be singing. If I visit the Iowa beer bus enough, I might be singing. Um, ladies, it's just about time to go racing. Boy, I'll tell you what. We always come up here and we always talk about before our first show how excited we are. Then we talk to the drivers. Ashley, it kind of takes our excitement level from 60 minutes ago and puts it through the roof, doesn't it?
1: It sure does. I'm not going to lie. I was complaining about the heat earlier. I was like, oh, it's what so heat? awful. And now I'm like, let's go racing. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And the crowd tonight. I mean,
4: Wednesday night, thank you guys all for yes. coming out.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Great, great crowd here tonight, that's for sure. So those of you watching on Dirt Vision, you know what you do? You just keep it right here because Johnny Gibson's going to be right with you along with Tony Bakhoven in just a moment. Big day tomorrow, 9 a.m., ladies, Rooftop Yoga at the Brian Claus Tower. I, I didn't bring my yoga there. pants. Eleven o'clock, <laughs> maybe the Terry National McCarl Sprint will be up there doing <laughs> the splits. <laughs> uh, Terry McCarl <laughs> doing the split, yeah. We've got the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame members-only reception at eleven. Two o'clock, Ashley and I are going to be at the Peace Tree Brewing Company. Woo! It's the Pennsylvania Posse party. All right, how about that? <laughs> Three o'clock, Great Southern Bank Kids Zone's open with Jersey a Jersey Freeze ice cream party. Nice. We're in. We we're just way by. And then next, uh, six o'clock tonight. VFW Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Hey, we also have partners for our Wing Nation programs. Sage Fruit, Hercules Tires, Dean, Lucas Oil, ASCS National Tour, National Sprint Car Hall of Fame, Aggressive Hydraulic, Hefter Racing Products, Circle B Diecast. And before we get out of here, we want to mention Kendra Jacobs, everyone here at Spire Sports and Entertainment, everyone at Knoxville Raceway, Brian Dunlap and his crew at Dirt Vision. Oh, my gosh, they do a great job. Our crew, Frank Beers, and the Kreger are in the house. So it's racing time here Wednesday night at the NOS Energy Drink, Knoxville National, Stay right with us. If you hear her, up in the stands. We're going to have some racing on Dirt Vision. Stay put. Johnny Gibson and Tony Bakhoven have the call coming up next.
6: Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving.